Hey, hello, Anais. How are Hi. you? Welcome Hi. to the Adulting Podcast. What's up? Tell me everything. I mean, life is up, but most importantly, we are starting this new podcast. It's episode one, which is crazy. We're here. So we decided to do a Latina Latin based podcast to share more with our community about our lives. But first of all, you're probably like, who are the two girls speaking into the microphone? I mean, I don't have a mic, but we're not there yet. (laughs) So we're going to just, you know, introduce ourselves, get to know you, you'll get to know us and, you know, what to expect from this season of Gassi Adulting. All right, so we're going to tell you guys a little bit about ourselves, a little bit about what you can expect. How did we get here? How do we know each other? All the things that I'm sure you all want to know. So Anais, get us started. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Anais. I currently live in Fort Lauderdale, South Florida, but I grew up in Miami. So I'm really happy to be home near my family and near my culture. Um, My mom is Puerto Rican Italian and my dad is fully Cuban. And I really identify with my Cuban nationality. I'm 27. I work in advertising as well as content creation. And yeah. Fatima, what about you? Okay, so I'm Fatima. I live in San Francisco, um, grew up in the Bay Area. I'm Salvadorian from both sides and was actually born in El Salvador and then moved here when I was one. So the Bay Area is home, but definitely still have really strong ties to my home country. Um, I'm 24, freshly turned Leo season, um, and I'm a communications manager at a nonprofit in the Bay Area and on the side also do some content creation and fun stuff like that. So speaking of content creation, (laughs) that is how Anais and I met. Um, We were both area ambassadors that started the program in 2020 when the pandemic was in full swing, right? Because it was summer. Um, So yeah, it had been a couple months since the pandemic started. And some of the girls formed a group chat just to kind of keep track of what was happening and talk about um, content and ideas and things like that and get to know each other in the digital world since everything was online by then. And then we kind of never stopped talking after that. (laughs) Now it's been three years, um, a little over, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we're still friends. And here we are doing this. Um, Anything to add? Yeah, we try to get together a couple times a year to celebrate one another. Fatima and I actually just went to Austin for a wedding and it was so much fun. Um, and it was nice to just like be together and vibe off each other's energies and like form things that you can't form off online, like jokes and just, you know, hee hees and ha ha's. My favorite. You'll hear that saying all throughout the episode, all throughout the season, because that's one of my favorite things to say now. Um, but yeah, that's I mean, kind of we're- the theme too of my life. Like, it's it's all hee hees and ha has, or it's not all hee hees and ha has. Mm-hmm. So 
take it as it resonates. Sometimes you gotta find the he and the ha, even when it doesn't feel. You're the he. You're the he to my ha. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's also really special because obviously we literally live on the opposite ends of the country, so. We were just talking about time zones, like, you know, all the challenges of maintaining relationships long distance. And I feel like we've done a pretty good job of it. So, you know, we'll also be talking about how we do that, how we keep in touch and how you kind of build relationships with people, even when you're not from the same place or grew up together, things like that. So, um, And we wanted to take that we live on different coasts and bring and shed light to it because being Hispanic Latina in Miami is so different from being Hispanic Latina in the Bay Area on the West Coast. And so we really want to connect with each other and see the similarities and differences as well as meet and talk to people all throughout the United States. So initially, we started this podcast because we didn't really see a lot of Latina women in the podcast space. We thought about all the podcasts we listen to on a daily basis and not feel represented. So we wanted to do that and bring that space to other people. You know, I grew up in Miami and like Fatima said, she grew up in uh, San Francisco. And we wanted to share our experiences and how they're different. Um, I lived in Chicago for seven years and that experience is very different being Cuban American versus, you know, Miami and Fatima lived in New York for college. Um, So yeah, we just wanna, you know, share kind of how each coast are and talk to people from all over and talk about their experience and their backgrounds with being Latinx um, in mind. Yeah, we also wanted to talk about how while both of us are Latina, I think we have very different um, experiences. And so just kind of showing the diversity of our community, I think that we're kind of always lumped together as an umbrella, which can both be really nice and unifying. But sometimes you kind of get lost in the larger umbrella and don't always relate to everything. And we all kind of have beautiful experiences and things that make our culture special to us. So kind of talking about that from our perspective and bringing in other voices too, um, and really just kind of shedding light on what it means to be Latina and kind of going through all the things. And for those of you who maybe speak Spanish or kind of caught on to our our name, um, casi adulting is a little wordplay that we came up with, um, a little bit of Spanglish that kind of means almost adulting. Um, And we really just wanted to talk about being 20 something year old women, really just doing our best trying to figure it out. Something that we always say, or that at least I always say is like, I'm a 24 year old teenage girl. And if you go on TikTok, everyone's talking about that, you know, like, we're we're all trying to figure it out. We all still have things that we're learning. And we kind of want to share that and normalize that too. Like you don't have to have everything together. Um, even if you see people on social media who seem like they do have it all together, we're all just trying our best. So that is where our name comes from too. Yeah. And what makes us you know, unique is that we're in some cases, the first generation going through a lot of things living in the United States. And so we're going to talk about, you know, our experience in the past with college and financial aid and um, applying for jobs as well. And what that means for us, you know, now as we are 
just living as 20 year olds, you know, 20 something year olds. And then in the future, what does that mean? You know, when eventually we get married and we're, we have kids. And so we're really going to bring you along for our 20s. The rest of my 20s, I'm kind of rearing the end here. But um, and into my 30s, what does it mean to be 30 in as a Latina and kind of share that with everyone as we grow? So that's a perfect segue into our conversation for this first episode. Um, and we wanted to kind of open up and talk about some of those challenges of us adulting as Latinas and the different pressures that we feel and, you know, all like, like we were saying, the he's and the haws and the uncomfortable in between of all of that. So um, do you want to open us up, Anais, and, and talk about some of the things that you're thinking through right now on what it means to be adulting. Yeah, I think the biggest one that I've talked about in the past on my platform is just the mental health stigma and being um, Latina and just kind of being the first person to vocalize my mental health issues and not just being like, oh, um, I remember as a kid, if I didn't feel good or if I was like not eating my well, I would be like, oh, she's in love. But like, I was depressed and it was not <laughs> because of a boy. You yeah. know what I mean? And kind of like those feelings and, um, you know, going to therapy and what does that mean? And to like my grandparents and my parents growing up, that wasn't a resource or something they really knew about, but educating them and myself has been definitely tricky, um, especially with the older generation. Personally, I grew up more in the care of my grandparents and they came from Cuba in 1950s and so it was really much like that first generation where my parents are kind of like 1.5 generations in not quite first generation but not quite like a second generation um so yeah so like that was really hard and when I talk about it with my grandfather and my great aunt and I talk about like oh yeah I wasn't doing well or I'm on medication that kind of like confusion kind of like oh it, you're being dramatic thing yeah I also think the stigma thing is so real um for all of us and I think like you know when you talk about oh I want to go see a therapist they're like esta loca or like something is like seriously wrong um and not to minimize like the the impact that mental health has, but I think that that's what a lot of people do and try to make it seem like it isn't normal to go see a therapist and want to just talk about things. And um, a lot of that is like you were saying, generational. And I think we all feel that. And same, like I was, you know, the first to go to therapy and be like, this is good. Like we need this, you know, and kind of like having those uncomfortable conversations, but I think the community, at least from my perspective, is opening up to it a lot more. Um, I feel like we're talking about it more and kind of just trying to make all of these things more normalized and more accepted. But yeah, I mean, I think that also ties into stuff we've talked about, about like societal pressure of living all of the hyphens, you know, about being women, being women of color, being um latina being like from immigrant parents or like you know different generations in the states and i think like for me that was really hard and kind of feeling like there were certain expectations of who i had to be and and what i had to do and like the career that i needed to have um 
because that was what was expected. And that was like, you know, we always talk about the sacrifices that generations before us made so we could be where we are today. And like, that carries a lot of pressure and a lot of weight for you to be like, as you said that, like, it's kind of like gaslighting a little bit. <laughs> when you're like, it's kind of like when your parents, when you tell your parent, like, I didn't ask to be born. It's like, I didn't ask you to do that, which in retrospect, like, we're very grateful that they came on over. But it does put a lot of pressure because time is so valued and it always feels like you're running out of time because not only now do you have to have a career, but um, it goes back to those like earlier stigmas of like okay well also you're a woman so you need to be Mm -hmm. having a family and you know and they like who's gonna be the breadwinner but we raised you to be the bread like to make money and have a career you're just gonna waste that on a family but you need to have kids and like you need to have more than one kid so that they could have kids and then their kids can have cousins and and all these things and you're like whoa 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 like did you watch the like, movie? Because this sounds exactly yeah. like America Ferreira's yeah. whole speech in it. It's like, we can never win, you know? And then you add yeah. all of the complexities of like race and gender and like money and things like that, that like also we don't like to talk about. And yeah. I don't know if that's just our culture or like other cultures, but money is like so stigmatized. Like we can't talk about that and, you know, like things like that. But and I you feel like- can- celebrate it either because it's then like oh you're you're doing too much and and something that I definitely want to hit on you know in the future is like kind of the generational trauma like we were talking about but interesting enough I was with like one of my best friends I've known her since she we were like 13 years old and I think a lot of people experience religious trauma yeah but I feel like I experienced political trauma Mm -hmm. and kind of how that kind of like shapes my views of the world and the country and the things that people tell you or like kind of force you to believe um you know same and um same with a lot of other people with like religion and things as well as you know and that kind of circles back to money of like which party you're you know with how much money you're like you know are you giving are you taking things like that um it's it's a lot and sometimes I just want to like like quit and just be like either Cuban or American and not live in that hyphen. But I live, we live in the hyphen. Yeah. And I think we as a community often turn to the, the phrase, which means like, not from here, not from there. And I feel like growing up, I really felt that like, I was like, I not fully Salvadorian it feels like sometimes because I don't live there and like my Spanish isn't as good as theirs and you know like things like that and at the same time like I'm not fully American and I'm being confronted by people saying that to me and being like you're you don't belong here or like you know you're different and things like that but I feel like as I've grown up I've come to change that to be more like like I'm from there and I'm from here and sometimes that means listening to music in Spanish when I'm driving to work and then listening to as we know the Jonas Brothers on my way back from work you know and like watching novelas with my grandma when she comes and also watching you know Grey's Anatomy whatever it is like and not to say that all of those things are like one or the other but I think it it's like a beautiful experience if you kind of reframe your thinking to be like, 
we have both of these cultures and we can kind of like make use of them and being bilingual and being bicultural and all the things, you know? So I think there's a lot of beauty in that, but it also is really hard because sometimes you're like, I don't know where I fit in here and I'm not perfect at either of them, you know? Yeah, I definitely felt that growing up too. Cause like I said, my parents are younger and my mom was born in Puerto Rico, but my dad was born here. And even though I like lived with my grandparents and got a lot of my influence of culture on them, I still had these pretty American, Americanized parents mm -hmm. who, you know, went to high school in America and like were 16 and driving and lived kind of that American dream. Um, or like what you see in the movies, but I still like, was going home and, you know, La Gorda La Flaca was on at 4 p.m. And um, I was eating like Cuban food and I couldn't do certain things because of how my grandparents, you know, raised me. But then at the same time, I had my parents who didn't really have like Cuban sayings or like Puerto Rican sayings that they passed on. And so it was like, am I really Cuban? Like, am I less than Cuban than this other person who's all, like both parents are born in Cuba and came on over or um, but I think that I'm the only person who can dictate mm -hmm. the percentages if I want to put it in that way or just like the blend of like what goes in that pot yeah you, yeah no one can put that on you no one can tell you you're not something or you're less than something and I think that's another thing that like our community faces is that it's like a lot of judgment of each other. And like, we're going to talk about body image in another episode, but that's huge, right? Like um, the nicknames and the like, you have to fit a certain image of what a Latina looks like. And if you aren't that, like someone has something to say about it, you know? And I think that that's like hard when you're younger. And also like, like, the Latinx community and our ideals of beauty are different than like the States. And so kind of being like, where do I fit? And what do I want to look like? And, you know, things like that. And a lot of it you can't control, right? Like you can't just like wake up in a different body. Like that's not how it works, but yeah. And the media too, that we consume, it's very polarized. Even, even watching like telenovelas, I just think of the novelas that, became Spanish or English TV and you think like of Ugly Betty like that's what yeah. translates and what is shown on TV is like the I, like the everyday like Mex I believe she was Mexican family I could be wrong on that I'll, I'll check and we'll talk about it more but it's just like very extremes and even when or it's very sexualized um yeah. like I think Latino hashtag Latino girl or something like that is banned on Instagram because it's a very like it can be a very sexualized things and so those are just very much like the surface of things that we're going to talk about um in this podcast season by season this season i think we're really just going to focus on the everyday things and like kind of just really getting to know our culture and like what we how we grew up in different senses like how we picked our careers to um like we said body image and bringing some friends to talk about their experience too um we're very lucky to know people from all around the world who have a voice and their voice should be heard yeah i mean i think we are 
also hoping that all of you listening will interact with us and let us know like, hey, Anais, I had the same thing happen to me. And like, I, you know, here are my thoughts on it or, you know, your own experiences with your cultures. Um, We are almost at Latinx Heritage Month. So exciting. So I feel like it's going to be a really cool opportunity for us to bring people in and, and really talk to everyone from different walks of life. Whether you're on the show or not, or you want to just kind of interact with us, I think we'd be really excited to hear from everyone. Because um, that's really what we're trying to do here. We're really trying to bring representation to the community and also kind of bring us all together in both the the different experiences that we have and the similarities and everything in between. So I'm really excited. I don't know about you, but... <laughs> And definitely follow us on Instagram at Gassi Amiga, Gassi Adulting Pod. I was going to say Amigas. I had the Cheetah Girls in mind. Gassi Adulting Pod. And we'll share the topic for the week. And if you have any stories or any, like, anecdotes you want to share, um, write them, DM us. Write them in, like, the question boxes that we ask. Because with your permission, we'll share them and kind of get a more well-rounded um, understanding of the Latinx experience so it's not going to just come from us it's going to come from anyone who wants their voice again to be heard and i also will say like this is really special because i feel like for me personally and the whole reason i started posting on social media was because again i didn't see us and so i was kind of like well if it's not me who's it going to be because someone has to do this you know and specifically for my community, like I feel like Salvadorians are so underrepresented, even when we're talking about Latinos. And I don't know if you feel the same, Anais. I think it's different on whatever coast you are and, and, you know, whatever you're around. But I'm like really excited to share our stories and kind of give voice to people who don't always get that um, and just really kind of share all the beauty that makes us who we are, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, again, I think I have a very um, unique experience growing up in Miami and being Cuban because I am the majority. Right. Like most of the kids I went to school with were Hispanic, um, were Latinx, were minorities. And so really, if you were white, you were the like or you were the minority. Um, And, you know, so that really has shaped my culture or like my upbringing and just like Miami and it shapes as Miami and like everything we do today. Like if I go out and I don't let hear Cuban or Hispanic music, reggaeton, things like that. It's kind of weird because you're in Miami and that's what you expect. Um, with all those struggles, we wanted to kick off this season by also sharing just some life lessons that we carry with us to our day to day. Um, and you know, advice, So want to kick it off? Yeah. So, I mean, I think there are some things that I learned from my family and from my experiences that kind of have shaped me. And I think the two that I can really think of um, is like the desire to kind of help others and lead with kindness. I think that our community is really driven by community, if that makes sense. And I think like, it's not individualistic. Like I think that I'm always thinking about other people and and how like my decisions affect other people or how, how I can help someone or like, you know, make an impact. And I think like, 
I grew up with that, right? Like, you know, my parents would tell me in their neighborhoods growing up, like all the vecinos would kind of sit outside and just chat or like, you know, the neighbor down the street would watch the kids when like you had to go run and do something or like, you know, things like that. That's really like, we're all helping each other. We're all here for each other. And I feel like I really live my life that way. And also celebrating. Like, I think we were talking about this earlier, like, sometimes things are really hard. And sometimes you get wins, or even if you don't, like, celebrating the beauty of life, whether that means music and food, and like, everyone jump piling into the house and kind of spending time together, I think are all of my happiest moments growing up. And even still now, like the holidays are huge for us, like everyone comes in, the house is full, there's so much food, like everyone is smiling and laughing and dancing. And I think that finding the joy and all of the little things and like celebrating that and celebrating each other and kind of enjoying the presence of like your people is so nice. And I think I, I love those moments and I kind of carry them with me all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Kind of going off on that when you said helping people, I think something I really grew up with is just like an open door policy. Um, you know, my my friends were not just friends, but family and my family saw them as that too. So if anyone needed a place to stay or a meal, like there's no questions asked. So yeah, I think that helping each other because there was a time that the people of Cuba, who they trusted the most, which was the government, turned their back on them. And so that's like really important to us. And as well as just like reminding ourselves of the strength and resilience that we have and everything that we've gone through and just show some gratitude for that and for everything that we have, because at any moment it can be taken away. Um, so yeah, I think those are two big things. And then just grief. And um, like I said earlier, like mental health, but going through grief and losing very significant people who helped shape me as a Cuban and losing them um, is something I've learned to navigate. And, you know, something that we can definitely talk about later is just how do I embrace grief and kind of like paint with it than just kind of avoid it and paint a new picture and like or turn the chapter it's embedded in my story and it's not pages that i'm gonna throw away like it there's grief just like kind of comes in waves and i learn to in those moments to embrace my culture and embrace um my upbringing instead of kind of like suppressing it and to forget about it to honor the people that have passed mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what you like, you added gratitude. And I think that's really important, too. And we kind of open with that, right? Like being like, there's a lot of pressure that comes with our parents coming here or further generations coming here. Mm -hmm. And the pressure is a lot, but so is the gratitude, you know, and, and being grateful for like, the opportunities we have and the way that we can experience life that's very different from their life, you know, like, my parents went through the civil war in El Salvador before they came here. And like, that was really traumatic. And like, obviously, you know, was devastating. And obviously, we, we don't even have to get into Cuba and, and everything that we know about that. But um, I think that is something we really carry. And even when we were together in Austin, we were talking about just like being grateful for the little things, right? Like, 
meeting your friends on the internet and getting to meet up in person and have like the best weekend ever together, um, I think is like really special. So we hope we can kind of bring all of these different pieces of how we view life into the season and kind of how we talk to people and, and how we share our stories. I think um, you'll hear a lot about kind of all of these things in, in our lives and who shaped us also um, and how we're shaping our niece and nephew because um, we're also Thea's and we're definitely going to talk about that. And we're always like showing each other pictures of our <laughs> nieces and nephews. So um, and they're only a week apart, so which is crazy. They're both little Leos. And yeah, and like how, you know, my nephew, he's also Uruguayan. And my sister is, um, you know, not in touch with, she's very like country. So like <laughs> teaching him the things that like my grandma used to teach me and things like that. Yeah. So we have a lot coming your way. We're really excited. Um, we can now give you a little preview of what you can expect this season so Anais what what is coming their way yeah so a lot of it is just Latin guests from different walks of life um talking everything from you know what makes our cultures so unique we would love to do episodes of like just Fatima telling us about El Salvador because I didn't even know there was a civil war in El Salvador like you know so soon like not that long ago um as well as you know how we're represented on social media and what we're doing to amplify our voices how we got to the places we are today career-wise you know our upbringings where we saw lack of representation um and yeah and Fatima when and where can people hear us uh, you are going to be so excited because when you need a midweek pick me up we're going to be right there so you can expect a new episode every Wednesday and be sure to follow us on Instagram um, you will be able to find all the information in the show notes um, but we want to interact with all of you as we said so you know, follow us, write in, tell us your stories, um, ask your questions. You can stay tuned on our Instagram for all updates on what's coming and what you can expect. But we're so excited. It's finally happening. And this it's is a great. long time coming. It is. It really is. But we're finally doing it. And I hope that especially our Latina community and everyone else in the Latinx community will tune in and, and support this because we're really excited. So, yeah. And whether you're Latinx or not, share with your favorite Latinx person. Like, you ha should have one. And if you don't, make a friend with a Latinx person. <laughs> and yeah, like, if you don't have a Latinx friend, one, you're missing out on really great hospitality and you should really check Very your friend group and yeah like i said latinx heritage month go support latinx small businesses latinx creators share their stuff we're all working and uh, like well, i said we really value community and so we want everyone else to to do the same too yeah and look out on our instagram this month maybe we'll put together some lists some of our favorite creators and shops 
Um, and yeah, and listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm not really sure yet. This is our first rodeo, but maybe by the third rodeo, we'll get it down. Um, but that's all I have. Patamani, okay. last words? No, just stay tuned. We're, we'll be back next week. And yeah, keep going. You got it. Besos. Mwah.